your number one source for election coverage and analysis. This is Gerard at Large. It is 25 minutes after the hour here on the Gerard at Large radio show, and we're pleased to be in studio with Jimmy LaHue. He's a candidate for school board in Manchester's Ward 8, the vaunted south end of the city. Good morning. Good morning, Jimmy. How are you? I am excellent. This and uh, once once more unto the breach we go. You Enjoy. are. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it telling me there is no internet connection? Yeah. Have we lost internet? Hold on. For some reason. Oh, I'm I, I. You know what? McHale's Navy. Do you remember McHale's Navy? Remember Captain Binghamton? I could just. I could just scream. Remember that? Oh my head. Anyway. I, I now that <laughs> all right, Jimmy Lahu joins us now, and um, yikes, he is running for school board in Ward Eight. He is uh, second time on the ballot, uh, having been a first time challenger out against incumbent Erica Connors. Two years ago, Jimmy. Good morning. Welcome back to the Dry Large oh, Radio Show. Thank you for having me here. So, Jimmy, I, I I wanted you to come on for a couple reasons because you've you've kind of been in the news. Um, you had an op-ed piece that caught my attention in yesterday's uh, Union Leader about uh, education and uh, for the trades. Yeah, and uh, you also um, took what I think for a school board uh, a candidate uh, was an unusual step. You showed up at the Board of Mayor and Alderman Tuesday night to. Ask that they table the uh, proposed development down on south, the zoning change yep. um, on South Mammoth Road. So let's uh, before we get into those issues for people who don't know you, let's uh, let's get a little bit of background on who you are and what you do and why you're running. All right, I am uh, Jimmy Lahu, um, running a school board uh, Ward Eight, and um, I love the city of Manchester. I was born and raised here, uh, very involved in my community. Uh, I think Manchester has some great things going for it. Um, and I think it also has some issues that need to be dealt with that we always seem to uh, put on the side burner. Um, mm-hmm. And what's interesting as I walk around is everybody knows what the issues are and <laughs> knows what needs to be dealt with, but nobody seems to be dealing with them. Uh, all right. So um, what, what, let's let's maybe start there then. What, what do you think are the known issues that uh, the politicians are not dealing with? Well, uh, first of all, the, the big thing was my op-ed. Um, I've been going around, you know, uh, to house to house, um, and talking with people. And it's amazing how you tell people that you're, uh, what, what your platform is Mm -hmm. and you can get into a 10 minute conversation, um, with people saying that, yeah, 10 years ago or even 20 years ago, we started moving backwards in our schools. Um, when we start, when we stopped promoting the trades or got rid of home ec or anything like that. Um, so at, people know, um, I think the general consensus out there is I, I struck a nerve um, with, that, oh, yeah. with that op-ed piece. Well, um, I'm not going to try to steal your thunder, but I yeah. have uh, from time to time gotten myself into trouble as a school board member for um, what I believe is an overemphasis on pushing kids towards college. Mm-hmm. And you know, not everyone is meant to go, not everyone wants to go, and what are we doing for them? Yep. Because I think our whole guidance system is skewed towards uh, sending kids to college at any and all cost right. without any sort of uh, appreciation for the value of those jobs that don't require college and those kids who don't want to go. Right. So so we're, how this 
got me kind of fired up. One, I work uh, for Procon, which is a construction company, and I deal with subs, uh, subcontractors all day long. And, um, you know, and they're always asking, do you know anybody? Is there anybody? Are you, uh, you know, I'll even pay a little more, those, those kind of things. I mean, there's a, there's a bidding war out there well, for, there's a for huge, employees. There's a huge shortage um, of people in the trades. And I can tell you from my financial services business, um, you know, I have people who are plumbers, who are carpenters. Plumbing seems to be a particular problem. It's, they're aging and there aren't yeah. enough people coming in to replace the people who are, uh, I'll say, aging out or retiring. Yeah, and that's correct. It's it's a it's a huge issue. Nation, what did your op-ed yeah. say? There was one and a half million job openings in the trades right nationwide now that, aren't, that aren't being filled. That's currently. crazy. Um, so we so what I ended up um, writing that op-ed, I had in mind. Um, it seems to me that when you look at school issues, uh, particularly Manchester, uh, we're always talking AP classes. Um, you know, higher. Um, education class, higher level classes, or we're talking about the poor and the, um, you know, the, the level, uh, the title one, uh, schools and stuff like that. But we never seem to be talking about that 60% in the middle. Um, so you have your 20, um, that we talk about up top, you have mm-hmm. your 20 down here that we talk about. And yes, those are extremely important. Uh, but it's the 60 in the middle that never seem to get the attention and they kind of float along and pass and, you know, and then yeah. it comes, then it comes senior year and, oh my gosh, what do I want to do with my life? Well, I'm going to go to college and I'm going to get into debt, but I have no idea what I want to do that I have zero inclination where, where I want to go with my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know, I'm 41 years old and I'm still trying to figure out where I want to go. With my life, you know? but so, so it's not going <laughs> to, I get a few years on I, it. It doesn't get any easier. <laughs> But I think by, you know, by seventh grade, we should at least be introducing our kids to various options that are out there. Um, I think if, you know, if you taught your kids ABCs and one, two, threes, mm-hmm. and you taught them a little business, mm-hmm. you taught, showed them the trades, mm-hmm. and you teach them personal finance, mm-hmm. by 19 years old, you know, when they get out of school, I mean, they got, those are your basics in life, you know, that you're going to find is really what you need. Um, so I think by seventh grade, we should start showing these kids, obviously you're not going to have, you know, they're not going to be plumbers. They're not going to be, you know, playing with electricity, but, Mm -hmm. um, show them how math integrates with electrical, show them how plumbing and angles and different things like that. Um, kind of like what the school of technology is doing. Right. And so what happens is, is there was actually a couple of comments on Facebook about, we already have that. Well, yes, you are correct. But here's the issue that wow. you have is by ninth grade with your high school, you have to apply eighth grade mm-hmm. and you have to be at MST um, freshman year in order to be throughout the whole program for high school. You can't jump in, you know, ju- uh, sophomore year, junior year. So by eighth grade, you have to know about this stuff. Um, and as a parent, you know, when we went when we went to school, it was the skill center, you know, and it's still known. Unfortunately, um, to our generation and the older generation as the skill center. And so when my son came home and asked, you know, I want to go to check out MST. Can you go to the open house? I was like, well, that's not really anything, you know, that you really want to look at. Um, you know, you're going to need the schooling and this and that. Well, so my son just begged and pleaded and he was like, you know, can we go? And I went and I'll tell you what, I was absolutely floored at what, you know, Miss Machado's doing over there and her team. Mm-hmm. Um, they got some great, I walked into the engineering program and it looked like a fortune 500 company. Yeah. You know, it, I get it, some it was gorgeous, gorgeous room. 
Um, so he got excited and seeing my kid getting excited to learn, um, and he couldn't wait to get to MST, uh, made, you know, me and my wife very excited. Um, so, but what I think is happening, and I had a conversation with a state rep, um, probably about a month ago and, um, we were discussing, um, the the youth, you know, the troubled youth in the city, um, as part of the office of youth. Uh, I'm a committee person on. And you're on the board. Yeah, and we and we were discussing, you know, some options. And so I brought up the great things happening at MST and stuff. And he's like, well, yeah, you know, th- that would probably those are for troubled youth. And you know, and I and I looked at him like, what, you know? And he's like, well, you know, those are for ones that the education won't, um, traditional education won't work for them. Uh. You know, and so I let him speak a little bit and, uh, you know, and at the end I said, I'll just have you know, my son is honors. And he's not and, troubled. And he's not troubled <laughs> as far as I know, you know. As far as I know. <laughs> and, uh, sure he's not, Jimmy. Right, yeah. yeah. And he, um, you know, and he's loving MST. Yeah. You know, and he was kind of like, well, well, some kids, you know, some kids are just, you know, not the norm. Um, so I think a couple things here is we need to expose our kids a lot earlier. Yeah. Well, um, alternate. It's then, interesting because well, secondly, I think MST itself has a huge marketing problem. Uh, yeah, um, well, yeah, we kind of know that, and and I think it need that needs to be addressed. Yeah. Well, and I was just I was just going there because we have this we have this mindset that uh, alternative education, uh, you know, kids who work with their hands or kids who want to go in the trades are are somehow lesser. It's 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 a lower calling. It's not as an important Correct. thing, and it's. It's for those kids for whom a quote traditional classroom isn't the, and and that's just wrong across the board on more fronts than we have time to go into. But um, I, I I do want to tap on something because you you talked about knowing your one two threes and your ABCs and and all of that fun stuff. But you know I, I am firmly of the opinion that one of the things that the district needs to improve on is what it's teaching kids and how it's teaching kids in the elementary grade levels. I mean, it's great to get into the seventh grade and start being exposed to the trades mm-hmm. as you think we would have called that shop class back in our right. day. Right. Yeah, yeah. So whether it was, uh, you know, welding or small engines or electrical or drafting, you know, shop class, I took some shop classes, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh, um, there is actually, I did a little bit of homework. Uh, did some homework on some various schools that are uh, doing this type of thing starting 7th, 8th grade. And yeah. There's one down south that's really cool that they actually have a, um, a semester yeah. where every week is a different trade. So you're not taking shop class, so to speak, that you know, you're going to start in wood shop and then at the end you're going to build a bench you right. know, at seven, eight weeks later. This was one week you're gonna you know you gotta do something with plumbing. The next week you're gonna you're gonna light you know you're gonna put together a light bulb that works. The next mm-hmm. week you're gonna do you know something in wood shop. Learn, um, you know. And I thought that was pretty neat. I mean, talk about exposing your kids right. to all the things that are out there, um, you know. And I would wouldn't even be opposed, Rich, to uh, having opt in or opt out for your child. So if if a parent you know, was like, you know, I really don't want my child, you know, I feel they're going to go to college and I want them to take this route. All right. Have an opt out, you know, <laughs> um, we need a little more parent, um, participation. Well, po- I think that's one way to do it. Yeah. Opt in out, opt out for parents. will will definitely gain more participation. But, um, even before we get in there though, cause I, I, you know, I, I, I agree with you that if we're going to, uh, find those kids, that uh, are interested in moving into the trades, we should we should be doing something for them at the junior high mm-hmm. or the middle school level. But before then, 
you know, hey, what if what, what if little Johnny is all that, you know, he's all hepped up about, you know, his electricity class or his uh, woodshop class or whatever it is. But uh, little little Johnny, because of this stupid draw the circle, write the essay math and whatnot that's being done, um, doesn't know how to do the work. Do, do you, you don't want that shop class to be the class that necessarily is responsible for teaching right, him right. the one, two, threes. Um, and, and so when it comes to the elementary school stuff, do you agree that the district needs to completely rethink its uh, approach and maybe return to some of the tried and true methods that help put a man on the moon, among other things, uh, yeah, so I, that kids are simply wherever they want to go, yep, whether I it's think. into the trades or into college, they, they've mastered the academic basics that allow them to read and write. And calculate and, you know, do a little bit of thinking. Yeah, I think, um, you know, that, that's definitely a good point. I think we need to get back to basics um, in our schools. I think over time, I, to me, probably one of the most overused and probably one of my biggest pet peeves, and when I hear it, it like makes me cringe, is the term moving forward. Um, <laughs> you know, if you're driving down a highway and you miss your exit and the next exit is, you know, 30 miles away, what are your options? You know, you're going to figure out, okay, I need to pull over. I need to figure out how I'm going to handle this. Do we need to somehow make a UE? Do we need to somehow figure this out? You just don't move forward for the sake of moving forward. Um, and so I think over time we've become, we parents have let the school become the, the, the choice maker mm-hmm. um, for the schools. And I think as parents we need, we need to basically take that back. Um, certain things should happen at home. Certain things should happen at school. Um, you know, philosophy questions, stuff like that, that, that should happen at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a situation with, uh, a teacher, um, and it was handled extremely well, um, where, you know, they, my son came home one day and said, um, you know, dad, I watched a really scary thing today. Um, it was on, you know, Al Gore's global warming, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, well, yeah, that is scary. You're you are right. That yeah. is scary. Get, you know? get, getting back to um, my, getting back yeah. to my proposal so, to have teachers, uh, uh, put together a syllabus and send so, them home so that parents know what's coming into the classroom. Well, I mm-hmm. think, I think this should be, I think in our schools, we should have a point counterpoint. Um, so if you are going to discuss the global warming issue, which obviously is a very hot political topic, you can't deny it, um, you know, either you're for it, you're against it, 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 it is, it, it's very political. Um, this should be both sides of the argument. I want my child to learn how to think, not what to think. We're going to take a break um, for traffic, weather and sports. When we come back, we'll continue with Jimmy LaHoo. He's running for school board and Manchester Ward 8. Josh, make it quick.